because you live. Lord, we can live forever with you. Lord, we thank you for your love for us. Lord, we thank you for your, your willingness to come. Even when we didn't deserve it, Lord, we thank you for your love, a love that we can't understand. But Lord, we just thank you for your faithfulness to us, for your goodness, for your grace upon us. Lord, I just pray you'd open our hearts up now, Lord. Help us to hear your word. We just thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Today, I want to I want to talk about uh, some of the pains in our life. You know, I just think about that song, you know, um, it is well with my soul, you know, the pain that he went through. And how do we how do we deal with the pains in life? You know, there's physical pain. Physical pain is real. You know, maybe it's in some sometimes, not always, but sometimes it's almost easier to deal with. You see it, you deal with it. Um, emotional pain is a little more difficult. Um, a little, little more difficult to deal with emotional pain because it's harder to see. It's harder to sometimes put a hand about hand on it. Um, there's different events in life that cause pain. You know, we all have different events, things, death, divorce, a bad job, a bad boss, bad teachers, uh, broken relationships, different forms of abuse. All of these cause pain. And they're all things that, you know, at some point in time, probably we're all going to go through some of it. You know, we're all going to have different, different types of pain, different kinds of pain. And the big question is, what do we do about it? What do we do? What do we do about the pain in life? Well, there's some different ways that people try to deal with it. Sometimes we try to avoid it. If possible, I'll just, I'll just try to avoid it. I'll stay away from it. If there's something that causes me pain, and maybe sometimes we can do that. We can just avoid it, stay away from it. Um, sometimes I'll block it out of my mind. I'll try to just, I just won't think about it. It's mind over matter. I'll just, just get beyond this. Sometimes we get busy doing something else. You know, different things we can try to do. We'll get busy with a, a hobby or, or busy doing something that keeps, keeps me, my mind off of it. Um, sometimes we take drugs. They, we take something to hide the pain. You know, then the problem with that is, of course, it causes other problems. And pretty soon, pretty soon the drugs that we take don't hide the pain. We need more. So we need more and more drugs. And I, I want to say that, you know, I'm not against taking things. You know, I, there's times, I think, when, when people take something that a, at a moment of pain. I'm not, not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying it's wrong to be dependent on it. Okay? Those things can get you through, and it's okay. I understand that. But, you know, if we become dependent on it, it can be a real problem. Um, they can temporarily help us, but long-term, they don't solve the problem. Some people use alcohol, um, covers up the problem for a moment, but we know that that causes other problems. Pretty soon then we got other problems to deal with. So there's all kinds of ways that people try to deal with pain in life. I'm of the persuasion that for what reason we have more pain in our life than we used to. You know, more broken homes. The further away we get from God's plan, the f more pain we have. You know, schools have more pain in them. Um, schools have more problems maybe than they used to. Seems to me like they do. They tell us they do. Um, one of the reasons I think schools have more problems is because 
People aren't Christians anymore, so people have to figure out how to deal with this pain in life. Used to be people were Christians more so, and you went to the church or, you know, hopefully to the Lord, but, you know, there was other places you went to deal with the problems in life. Now, the school feels the responsibility. So now teachers not only teach, but they have to be counselors. They have The school has to figure out how to deal with all these painful children that are coming through the system. How do we deal with them? And, and to be honest with you, I, I'm not against, you know, I think they're doing okay at trying to figure it out. But I say that they don't have the real answer because they can't. They can't say it. They, you know, they, they can try to deal with the pain, and they have to because it's there. And, you know, and I think it's going to become bigger, bigger issues. This, they're going to need more counselors in school. They're, it's going to just become a bigger and bigger issue. How does God deal, help us deal with our pain? Well, the first thing is I think we have to be honest. We have to be honest with God. We have to be honest with others. Now, when I say honest with others, I don't think you have to tell the world about your pain, but I think you need to have someone who you can be honest with and say, hey, this is hard. I'm going through a hard time. This is a struggle. Be honest about it. It's nothing wrong with, with having pain in your life or going through things that cause pain. We all have times when we deal with that. So it's not uncommon. But I think we have to be honest. Don't, don't try to hide it and say, well, it doesn't really exist. Say, yeah, I'm hurting. I'm hurting. I believe when we have pain, it's important for us as to where we go. Where am I going to go for help? This is where I think it all starts to, to see whether or not you're going to get a real answer or whether you're just going to keep covering it up. Psalms 34.3. It says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us exalt his name together. When you got pain, it's okay to talk about it, but don't magnify it. And that is so critical. It's okay to talk. You can be honest, but don't magnify it. You know, sometimes magnify means where we start to just, oh, me, I'm so, I can't, you know, and you just talk about it all the time. It just consumes your conversation. I'm not saying it's not there. I'm just saying, be careful what you magnify. You know, when we say, hey, I've got pain, but I know the Lord's going to take care of me. I know the Lord's going to heal me. I know the Lord's going to get me through. I magnify him, not the pain. Okay? Now, that's not to say, well, it's not there. It's just don't magnify it. What do you think about when you have pain? In 2 Corinthians 10, 5, it says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. What am I thinking about? You know, it's hard not to think about pain. If it's physical pain or emotional pain, if it hurts, it consumes your thought process. I was telling Mary, I have, I have a couple fingers and, and uh, uh, Sharon, I won't get any sympathy from Sharon because I know Sharon's got a lot worse problem than I do. But I have a couple fingers that they ache at night. You know, well, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. It's probably arthritis. But, you know, I can lay in bed and they'll just ache. Well, you know, when you're laying in bed, you have nothing else to think about. Now, do they ache during the day? That's a good question. You know, well, I don't know. I never think about it. It doesn't seem to hurt. Well, I got a feeling they're probably still aching. But it's that thought at night when I'm laying there with nothing else to think about and I'm trying to relax. I go, oh, man, these fingers hurt. 
But you know, when I'm busy and not thinking about it, well, it don't seem to hurt. What I'm saying is, what do you think about? What do you think about? Think about your thought life sometimes. What am I meditating on? What am I thinking about? What consumes my thought process? And take every, the Bible says, take every thought captive to the obedience. Every thought. Wow, I'd be busy. You know, <laughs> if I got to take every thought, I'm going to be pretty busy. But what it's saying is, if I'm aware of a thought that's not right, I take it captive and I say, okay, Lord, what do you want? What, what's your will in this situation? What's your desire in this situation? You know, what do you want to do? And then I magnify him and I look to him and not just magnifying the problem. A lot of times when it comes to pain, there's relationship problems. And a lot of times we need to forgive. Colossians 3.13 says, Bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. As Christ has forgiven us, so we also need to forgive others. If God can forgive you, then you can forgive others. Now, that doesn't make it right. It means you forgive them. See, there's, there's the problem a lot of times is I don't want to forgive somebody because that's like I'm, may, I'm giving in to the fact that what they did is okay. No, it doesn't say that. It just says forgive one another as Christ forgave you. We need to be willing to forgive. Romans twelve seventeen says, Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. Don't repay evil for evil. Forgive, not get even. The Bible says, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Just leave that to the Lord. You know, we need to forgive because sometimes we think if we, if we forgive somebody, that gets them off the hook. It doesn't. It just gets you off the hook. Because you're the one that suffers from unforgiveness. So we need to forgive. That will cause pain. That will cause things that aren't healthy for us. Hebrews 12, 15 says, Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause may cause trouble, and by this many are defiled. If you don't forgive, you're going to get a root of bitterness rooted in you. And when it gets rooted, it's hard to get out. It's hard to get out. Once that gets rooted, you know, root, it, it starts to get a hold. And it gets entangled in your life. And you can't hardly get it out. So it says, don't do that. Don't do that. Be careful. Don't let, don't let it become rooted. Not saying we don't have pain. And not saying that sometimes it's hard to forgive. But we need to forgive because it keeps us in a good place. It keeps us because if you don't, you're going to get a root of bitterness. And when you get a root of bitterness, that starts to affect you. The other person goes on with life and they're fine. Whatever. But you also now, all of a sudden now, have a problem. Have a root of bitterness inside of you. One of the things I think sometimes it's hard to do for us is hard to receive. I don't know about you, but, you know, I can know about God. I can know God loves me. I can know God wants to heal me. I can know all the things about God. But a lot of times we can't receive it. You know, we have to be able to receive what God's done for us. We have to be able to receive it. If you can't receive it, then it's just knowledge. It has to become a part of us. We have to receive it. 
One of the things about receiving from God, it may take a little time. Something none of us have. You know, oh, I don't have no time. Well, when it comes to God, you better find time. Because God is patient. And he's not in a big hurry. Not like you. God's not near as big a hurry as you. Psalms 27, 14 says, Wait on the Lord, be of good, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Twice in one verse it says, wait on the Lord. At the end it says, wait, I say, on the Lord. Wait, wait. Be patient, be patient. When it comes to receiving from God, you better learn to be patient. Sometimes things come miraculously. I call it a miracle. But a lot of times it takes patience. Why? Because I think God uses that time to teach us and mold us and make us. If everything came easy the minute you wanted it, you wouldn't have any faith. It'd just be, well, Lord, I need another miracle. Oh, here you go. No. You know, he's, he wants us to grow in our relationship with him. He wants us to learn to trust him, to have patience, to have faith. And that has to grow. And that's where a lot of people, I think, miss it because they want God to do it and do it now. And I don't want to put any effort into it. I don't want to have to keep seeking him. I want to have to keep praying. I don't want to have to read my Bible. I just want God to give me. And one of the big things with sometimes new Christians, God is pretty gracious and he will give you a lot of things as a new Christian. And when you have to start waiting on him, a lot of people have trouble right there. They're like, oh, I, don't, I liked it better when he just did it, took care of me. So we have to learn to wait and we have to learn to trust him. You know, waiting causes us to trust him. Either we're going to trust him or we're going to give up. If some people have to wait, they say, well, I knew God wasn't going to do it. I knew he didn't do it. I know I give up on him. I'm done. But we need to learn to trust him. Psalms 28, 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices and with my song, I will praise him. I trust him. I trust him. With my song, I will praise him. With what I say and sing and do, I confess that he is my strength and he is the answer. I trust him. I don't only trust him, but I confess I trust him. You know, sometimes we, the Bible says believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart. Most people will do well with believing in their heart and they will struggle at confessing him with their mouth. They, oh, I believe in God. When's the last time you said it? When's the last time you told somebody? When's the last time you confessed it? Confess. We need to confess it. It needs to be such a part of us that that's who we say we are. We confess. We say, this is where I put my trust. This is where I put my trust. This is where I look for help. You know? When, when, when things don't go right, when things aren't going my way, when, when it's painful, where do I put my trust? Where do I put my trust? You know, I put my trust in him. You know, and think about that. You know, I, I, you can't help but think about that song. Let's see, okay, you're, all your business burns down and, you know, your kids die and, you know, where do you put your trust? Where do you put your trust? What's your confession? What do you say? What do you say? You know, we need to put our trust in him and we need to confess. 
that he is our help. He's our salvation. And then we need to move forward. Sometimes when, when you're in painful situations, there's a point where you just need to move forward. Or you're going to be stuck. You're going to be stuck. Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We need to have hope. Where do we put our hope in? What causes us to look forward to what God has? Trusting in Him. Trusting in Him. And in Philippians 3, Paul says, Brethren, I do not count myself as having apprehended, but one thing I do. Forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. We need to look forward and we need to have hope. Have hope and forget. Sometimes we just need to forget. There are some pains you just need to forget about. Now, can you bring them back if you work at it? Yes. But you know what? If you forget, they will go away. The, they won't torment you. You know. Now, can you bring them back up? Yes. But the further away they get, the harder it is to bring them back up sometimes. But we need to forget. We need to put it behind us. Forgetting about it, you know. Sometimes with pain, we, that's what we have to do. Certain kinds of pain. Especially emotional pain. We just need to put it behind us and forget about it. You know, after I've trusted God and forgiven and put my hope in him, then I just need to forget about it and press on. Okay, Lord, what do you have now? What do you have now? Where are we, where, what have you got for me to do now? The Lord always has something for us to do. Always, always. Doesn't matter who you are. He always has something for you to do. Somebody to share with. Somebody to help. You know, one of the things, there's people all around us full of pain. And as Christians, we need to be there to say, hey, you know what? I've been through that. Or I've been through something like that. You know, maybe you haven't been. You don't have to go through what they're going through to be able to help somebody with pain. Sometimes you can. Sometimes you have. Sometimes you've been through things that cause you pain. And you can relate to somebody, and that's okay. But don't say, well, I can't relate to them, so I'm not going to share with them. Well, you can share with them as long as you share the Word of God and truth. You can share the hope that's in you. The hope that's in you. And if they're in pain, that's what they need. They need the hope that's in you. And we need to share that where we have opportunity. Because the world is full of pain. If it's not full of pain then why do we have a painkiller epidemic? Why do we have an epidemic of painkillers if the world is not full of pain? People aren't just taking that because it's fun. You know, they're taking it because there's pain. That's reality. That's, that's out there. But we know where we can go and let God be our painkiller. Let him, trust him, look to him. Know that he's there. He loves you, and he'll take care of you through that. And he'll give you hope and direction and hope for tomorrow. Lord, what's your plan? What do you, what do you want me to do? Show me. Show me, Lord. You know, he will. He will. He'll show you what it is he wants you to do. 
Let's all stand. Lord, we thank you that you endured the pain of going to the cross. Lord, you endured the pain. You endured the the condemnation that was thrown on you. Lord, you endured that all for us. For us. Lord, help us to look to you and to trust you. Lord, to know that you you don't you don't not see our pain. That Lord, you know. And the Lord, you want to heal us. And so, Lord, help us to trust you. Help us to trust you. Lord, we just thank you for your faithfulness to us. Lord, we thank you for the hope that you give us for tomorrow. Because you live. And because you live in us. Lord, we just thank you for that. Thank you for your presence with us. Lord, I pray if anyone has a need for prayer, if they'd like someone to pray with them, that that Pam will be to my left over here up front. And uh, she'll be up there to pray with anyone that might have a need that they'd like prayer for. Lord, just help us to receive from you. We just thank you for that in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen.